Hello, hello, and welcome to the How to Adult Show podcast. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is your go-to guide for personal finance information every time you find yourself asking, why didn't anybody teach me this stuff in school? Each week, we bring you a new lesson to coach you through getting your financial life together so that you can create financial security, start building wealth, and design a life that you truly love. Thank you so much for spending some time with me here today. Now, let's get started on today's lesson. If you, like many of us, have grown up and realized that you have a great big school-shaped hole in your financial knowledge, I have some good news for you. And the good news is that you can learn basically everything that you need to know about managing your money through books. To help you along, what I've decided to do is put together a list of the five personal finance books that I think you should read this year if you've decided that 2023 is the year that you get all of your financial ducks in a row. The very first book that I think everyone should start with is called The Wealthy Barber and it's written by David Chiltern. And this is a Canadian classic. There probably are American editions of it, but this is a Canadian personal finance book and it's amazing if you're feeling like a complete finance beginner because it's short, it's to the point, it's written as kind of a like a cheesy story that makes the information just very well spread out, it's well-rounded, the information is very accessible and uh, not scary if you're feeling like a beginner stepping into learning how to manage your money. It's not full of tons of, you know, acronyms and finance lingo and really you could pick it up tomorrow starting from zero and end up with a fairly well-rounded overview of what it means to manage your money properly. The next book that you're going to want to move on to reading is called Financial First Aid written by Alyssa Davies. This book is a deep dive into emergency funds and everything that you need to know to build a life that is protected financially from any of the potential disasters or pitfalls that might set you back along the way. And if you know me at all, if you've been around here for even the tiniest amount of time, you'll know that emergency funds are something that I'm super passionate about teaching and I love that Alyssa has created an entire book all about emergency funds. And this is such an important book to have because the step of building financial stability is really the first step in your financial journey. You know, you need to create financial stability for yourself before you can move on to all the fun, flashy stuff like investing. I really love this book because she's one of the first finance educators I've found who thinks about emergency funds in the same way that I do. You know, we kind of go above and beyond just the recommended amount in your high interest savings account. We talk about how to, you know, build out an emergency fund. If you're a homeowner, how to build out a separate emergency fund. If you're a small business owner, if you're self-employed, things like that, that a lot of people might not necessarily get around to thinking about once they just follow the recommended advice of, you know, a few months of your living expenses saved. The third book in the list that you should read is called You're a Badass at Making Money, and it's written by the amazing Jen Sincero. So, I've included this book at this spot in the list because it acts as kind of a palate cleanser between some of the other more skills heavy finance books. So this book doesn't actually teach you any hard finance skills. Instead, it dives into the whole money mindset idea, but in a really great way that helps you start to unpick, you know, all of the fears and financial blocks that you might still be carrying with you that you probably still are carrying with you that you were taught in childhood through your family and you know through all of the really messed up ways that society teaches us to think about money so 
This book is amazing. It is very, very inspiring to help you continue on with your financial journey. It's wildly entertaining, so it's a nice break from some of the other financial books, which even though they're great, they can be dull sometimes. Like, let's be honest, we're not reading the next amazing work of fiction when we're reading personal finance books. The ones I'm recommending to you are wonderful, but you need something a little fun to like hype it up and keep you inspired to continue on your year's journey of turning your financial life around. So pick up a copy of this book. I promise it is a personal finance book that's actually going to make you laugh out loud, which seems like an impossibility, but trust me on this. You will buy a copy, you will read the goat story, and you will be peeing yourself laughing, and you'll actually learn some really helpful finance tips along the way. Diving back into personal finance books that teach you actual hard finance skills, the fourth book that you're going to want to read is called Smart Women Finish Rich by David Bach. Now, there's a Canadian and an American version of this book, so make sure you pick up your country-specific copy. That is very important, especially when he starts talking about different investment accounts and investment strategies for different countries. So pick up your Canadian edition, and trust me on this one, don't be turned off by the fact that this is a book written for women by a male author. Typically, that's kind of not always a recipe for success, but there are no icks in this book. This is a really great book, and the author does a really good job of addressing the different finance problems that affect women in different ways than men. And this is why it's really useful to read a book that's written towards women, because there are a lot of societal factors at play in our lives still that mean that we need to look at managing our finances slightly differently than a lot of the classic traditional advice which is directed towards men. So for example, you've probably heard the stat that the recommended savings rate is 10%. But for women, 10% isn't actually enough when you take into account the fact that most women are paid less dollar for dollar than men, most women miss several years of work when they're having children over the course of their lives, so this also means that they're not contributing to their CPP as much, which means they're not going to get as much in retirement. And women also live far longer than men on average, so we need more money to see us through our retirement years. So because of this, women need to save a greater percentage of their incomes over the course of their life. David Bach talks about this in this book. The other thing I really love about this book is that the chapters are structured in such a way that you can go through chapter by chapter and sort of use it as a blueprint to map out your financial progress and your financial journey. So, you know, starting from chapter one, moving through to the end, you can, you can treat each chapter as a to-do list, basically, of, you know, what to do at this stage in the game to get your finances in order. And finally, the last book that you want to read in your year's journey towards financial literacy is called The Simple Path to Wealth by J.L. Collins. Now, there are countless fantastic investing books on the market. This one is one of my personal favorites because I find it, it gives you an introduction to the saving, investing, wealth building portion of your financial journey without making it really big and scary and intimidating and kind of locking you out with the use of acronyms and expressions in the finance world that you might be like right over your head if you're not a finance bro, right? So this book is a really beginner friendly introduction to the world of investing, but it's not fluffy. It still gives you really good information that you can act on, that you can take action on. And just like the other books, it is short, it's to the point, it doesn't make you linger over a finance book 
any longer than you need to. And I would say if you're at the point where you're ready to start learning about investing, start with this one first and then see how you feel, see what topics you're still rocky on to decide where you wanna go from there. Altogether, these five finance books should help give you a really solid financial foundation to move forward with so you can start earning more money, saving more of your money, investing your money, setting up your safety nets, getting out of debt, anything like this that you want to accomplish, any of your financial goals, these books are going to help you get there. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the How to Adult Show podcast. Our goal is always to make your life just a little bit easier. So you can find today's show notes, links, and free downloads all in one place on our website blog at www.howtoadultschool.com. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe and leave a review. If you found today's lesson helpful, in addition to leaving a review, which I am immensely grateful for, you can also share this episode with a friend or family member. This is the best way to keep passing financial education on to other people and sharing the knowledge and the wealth, which is what we're all about. So hit subscribe, leave a review, and I'll see you next Monday with a brand new episode of The How to Adult Show.